The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too everyone and welcome Hot to my show. Water in your face. Boom, boom, boom. Get in the fucking car. Come on, <laughs> Mike in the car. Get in the car. I'm, I'm Hobbs in this scenario. I don't oh, have a fun I, accent. That was get, my phone. You threw my phone out the fucking window. Get in me ma'am's car. Fuck. You can smell my sweat. So we saw... Um, Smell what I'm fucking cooking. <laughs> this is our audio representation of what it's like to see Hobbs and Shaw in 40X, which we all did together. Now, if you're not familiar with 40X, and I found as I've recounted this tale, not enough people are. So remember 3D and we all agreed... Pass. It's for it's an idiot way to watch a movie because your chair doesn't beat the shit out of you. Yeah, not enough D's, no X's whatsoever. So in forty X, your chair moves like you a nineties uh, theme park experience where you watch a movie where a guy like I don't know jumps from train car to train car and maybe jumps as, uh, like a ski do and you're yeah. like I'm gonna do that too except just sitting here with my fanny pack on. It's like the Days of Thunder ride at King's Island, except with violence. Um, and yes. So we saw Hobbs and Shaw with this. So when they would drive a car very fast, suddenly we were driving the car very fast with them. Yes. Uh, and these chairs are really fucking moving, y'all. Griffin had a full beer when this film started. 90 seconds into this movie, he had a half full beer. Yeah. And not drinking to deal with the tension of being in 40X, but rather just sloshing. It they, was, I th- felt like I was doing a challenge on Ellen's Game of Games. They have a, when it rains on Mrs. Hobbs and Shaw, they uh, pour water on you. Now you are wet too, like the rock yes. is wet. You and you and Hobbs and Shaw are all wet together with Idris. Finally, you could put yourself in Jason Statham's soaking wet shoes. Uh, there, there was I, I just before the movie had started. I sat my popcorn popcorn down on the ground, and then the chairs moved so violently that popcorn was just dead to me because I dared not. I dared yeah. not reach out for fear of being have... flung into the row in front of me. Hobbs and/or Shaw could be talking to a guy. And then he finds out he's a terrorist, and all of a sudden he's riding a motorcycle on him, and you just reach down to grab your popcorn. Your leg gets caught underneath the seat and is obliterated. Right. No thanks. There, there was a point where strongman Idris Elba uh, got slow-moed, punched in the face, and you see some spittle fly out of his mouth in slow-mo, and the programmers of this 4DX experience said, this is a, this is a time to bring them in. Uh, last action hero style, and so a little bit of moisture sprayed out of the pipe in front of you. Oh, baptize me in your saliva, Idris Elba. My uh, favorite. A, the oh, I think we were about to talk about the exact same thing. The when this is the height of the 40x technology, when the Rock mm-hmm. or Jason gets punched in the film, you get punched in Correct. your back. And man, that sounds like a joke we would make. Ah, ha, ha, funny macro joke. No, no, no. You walk away with bruised kidneys. Yeah, yeah. This film. punched. My dad, Clint Emil McElroy, I say the middle name because it matters. Um, he got punched so hard that he uh, he had a kidney stone going in for that he's had for weeks, doubling him over in pain. Baptized in the fire of Hobbs and Shaw 40x and the My, spit. And the spit, of course. Next Fire day, and ice. he's FaceTiming. He did it. He passed the stone. He did That's it. That's right, Hobbs folks. and Shaw helped him. Hobbs and Shaw 4DX is a medical procedure. It, it, was, a- a, it was a prescription movie. <laughs> it pulverized stones within my father's body and fixed my daddy. Hobbs and Shaw 4DX fixed our daddy. And let me say this. Even if you're seeing this shit in 2D, 1D. What you got to keep in mind 
these boys do not like each other. And there's no. a lot of fun friction that comes out of that. So I feel like I, it's hard for me to say because I, we did the 40X. I was beat the shit out of. I did have a motorcycle trip and I did get spitted on. Um, and so like I obviously had the full experience. But I think that if I didn't have the 40X experience, I would still watch these two boys not like each other and mm-hmm. have, a great, have a great old time at the movie theater. Uh, people have asked me s- since I watched Hobbs and Shaw in 40X. Okay, but how is Hobbs and Shaw? I have no way of answering that. Can't tell you for you. It would be like if when Buzz A, Buzzy Aldrin got back from space, and mm. they were like, "So, how was the Tang?" It's like I have no metric mm-hmm. for that. I have no idea. I was <laughs> I was watching it. I was drinking the Tang in fucking space. Like I have no idea how that. T- it seemed good. It seemed fine. Yeah, I'm not now- gonna drink some now here on Earth after I've had it in space. What terrifies me is that the next step is like 5DXXX, and that is like oh, you're just no. there on set, and you're actually getting beaten up and set on fire, and like the rock is like licking you or something. Like that's the only that's like, the that's, XXX. That's where that part. That's comes the in. XXX. That's the only logical next step. Like I can't imagine what is beyond this unless you are actually getting. I don't know, like thrown out of a plane with Jason Statham. You are riding on a motorcycle with uh, Idris Elba. Like that's the only way this could be more real. And that terrify. It's terrifying to me. Uh, like that's. A th- I just kept thinking, like I need to be braced the whole time, or I could die watching Hobbs and Shaw in 4DX. Let me play, let me pitch this for what 5DX can be. It's 4DX. Uh huh. But your hand is inside of a box built into the chair. (laughs) Okay. And while your hand is inside the box, you're going to uh, experience the most exquisite pain that Uh you've ever felt in your life. And what's that at your neck? It's the Gom Jabbar. And (laughs) so you're you're watching, you're getting sprayed with spit and blood and piss and shit and cum while you're watching the movie, right? All from Hobbs and Shaw? All from Hobbs and Shaw, were you not paying attention? But oh the whole God. time, also, if you remove your hand from the paint box, a gum bar enters your throat and you die. Five okay. X. You pass it, you get out of the movie, it's like, how was it? And it's like, well, my humanity was tested, and I... <laughs> I'm not an animal. No? Which I'm the nice. Kitz, I'm the and I'm very excited about the movie, because I was spit on by famous actor Idris Elba. Also, I enjoyed Ryan Reynolds. You guys are making all these references. I've got to rewatch Avatar. I don't remember any of this stuff. You don't remember an avatar where everyone dies from having the needle in their neck? <laughs> I don't. I've got to rewatch it. Gom Jabbar. Was don't that the sneeze. dragon? The, don't sneeze while the Gom Jabbar is at your neck. That's the that's, that's my piece so of That's so embarrassing. Well, wouldn't that be funny if, if he like pulled his if he's like, "Oh, chew, he pulled his hand out." And she's like, "Uh." He's like, "I just oh, accident." Oh, can I do it again? Can I start hey. over? Can we um, do our first of the questions, the many questions we have? I feel yes. like I just want to talk about Hobbs and Shaw some more. Because it's about family. Do, but Here's the thing, a, you guys. It's not it's really about... that much. It's it's tangentially about family. It is shoehornedly about family. <laughs> yes. And Helen Mirren's up in it. Anyway. Okay, oh, yes, done. Yes. Helen, thank you. Uh, <laughs> hey, just real quick. Let me check my notes here. Uh, thank you, Helen, first thank and foremost. Thank you, Helen, for being in the film. Because then I, when Helen Mirren was on there, I kind of looked around the theater like, huh, you all thought I was seeing a sort of a bonehead movie. But look, <laughs> Helen Mirren is in it. <laughs> everybody else in the theater was like, we are also, you know we're here too, right? We're also seeing the movie. But and I who's that stop. sitting next to you? It's Helen Mirren. That's the yeah. 5D. People trying to judge you, but then Helen appears on the screen, and it's like, it's all right, guys. They're with me. <laughs> and now we've got Oscar buzz. A lot of Oscar buzz going into this one for Hobbs and Shaw. Best okay. use of 4DX. Hobbs and Shaw and Oscar. Okay, I was expecting a package from Amazon, so I tore into it, only to discover it was lube. Which is what I, I was expecting, and it was a great transaction. Just wanted to brag. lube all around. I asked my husband if he ordered it, and he said no. So I checked the label, and it was supposed to be delivered to our next-door neighbors. Oh, jeez. It's one of those Amazon bags, so I can't conceal that I opened it. 
We've had conversations with these neighbors. We exchange occasional texts, and our kids are similar ages, so they play together sometimes. None of that helps, and some of it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Can't afford to move away, uh, and we'll have to interact with them in the future. So what do I do, brothers? That's from Slippery Situation. You have two options. Do you want to hear them? Number one is you throw it in the toilet and just pretend it never happened. Don't worry about it. Mm. Oh, you never got that pack. Yeah, those package thieves, man. I don't know. It's crazy. The thing is, your neighbor will never say to you, I didn't get the package never of lube I was expecting. Even ask. Your second option is go over to your neighbor and say, hey, I got your lube. Uh, it was delivered <laughs> to my house by accident. And it's a little bedroom friend to help things facilitate down there. Like, it's there's no need to be. It's 2019. Like, lube. <laughs> lube is so fucking tame. In the Golden Girls reboot that comes out next year, like, the pilot is going to have a whole lube B plot. <laughs> like, nobody fucking cares anymore about your lubricant your personal lubricant who gives a shit i would what about a third option where There's now no you're gonna, third option he was very is, clear about this this is the third option you're gonna buy a manila envelope you're gonna write on it from amazon love jen <laughs> and then you're gonna seal it up with maybe a note inside that's like enjoy the this handmade of, by jeff bezos and then this you're is, gonna, <laughs> signed headshot that says this is some of my favorite stuff (laughs) what if that was included in every amazon package for a week (laughs) this is some of my favorite stuff some of my favorite things just favorite things (laughs) uh yeah it uh i i love the idea that like we're always a sex positive show it feels invasive because you did commit the federal crime of opening the lube. Yes. That is a problem yeah. where you could go to jail. I would just, ch- I would just chuck it up on their porch. I would just get that bag and zing as you it ride right by on a bicycle. Yeah, with zing a bag their front full door, of lube, lube as you distribute. <laughs> lube boys here. Got a delivery for you, governor. <laughs> Anybody in this house need some lube? <laughs> Your lube has arrived. Happy to oblige, Governor. No intimate dryness here. You can ask, just yell at your neighbor as they come in, like, hey, I got your lube. Do you want me to bring it now? Or I could probably wait till night, right? You probably don't need it till nighttime. Do you want me to bring it now or later at night when you need it? Oh, oh you yeah. know, here's what you need in this situation. It's whatever, it's my favorite, oh, my, one of my favorite phrases, and that is plausible deniability. You're gonna say, this got delivered to me, and as you hand it to them, say, are you also worried about getting your head stuck in a banister on the stairs? <laughs> and then you just Super leave it good. at that. Everyone Super knows good. what everyone knows, but nobody said what everyone's thinking. Are you also looking for unconventional ways to make your door hinges go a little bit better? Mm. I've got you. Yes. Make sure you don't accidentally get any of this on your genitals. Mm, really trying to up your slip and slide game? I understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Workplace hey. pranks? I opened your Amazon package by mistake. I'm so embarrassed, but wow, I got you. What is this stuff? <laughs> what do you what even do with it? For? I thought it was K Rose syrup, but it made my waffles taste pretty freaking yucky. But didn't care for it. But I did learn I could make love to a waffle, and it was a beautiful experience. It was a wonderful time. Those nooks and crannies begging to be explored. Hey, how about a Yahoo? Please. I love that, Griffin. This one uh, was sent in by Merritt Palmer. Thank you, Merritt. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm going to call uh, Coca-Cola asks, Hmm. If someone was the most wealthiest person in the world, could Mm -hmm. they buy the money factory where they make the money and the Federal Reserve, too? You know what's great about this is completely huh. by uh, coincidence, yesterday, my yeah. uh, almost three-year-old daughter, soon-to-be three-year-old daughter, told me she wanted to buy some money. Yeah. And so this Yahoo Answers asker is basically on the same level as my toddler. I think that's what stonks are. I think that's what you're supposed to do with those. With stonks You just boots? buy money and you hope that they get there more expensive later. But this is one step above what your uh, toddler daughter has suggested, Travis. I want to seize the means of production of the mm-hmm. money to get it and have whenever I need it, or maybe stop making it. 
Maybe stop making it. Ooh. Ooh. So, so yours becomes a collector's item. I, it's just everybody's always talking about how can we get more money, more money. How can we get more money? Country needs more money. We need more money. We keep spending our money on dumb, dumb shit. We need more money. We're, uh, and I'm like, what if there's just no more money and all the money that's out there is all the money that there is. Good luck, everybody. Better not tear any up or let it go through the washer or use it stop as toilet paper in pennies. the forest. Don't throw away pennies because that's it. You don't get any more pennies, guys. <laughs> you know, here's you, what uh, I you... always say about more money, Griffin. Are you ready for this? Um, more money. More issues. You run okay. into more of them. There's mm-hmm. more issues with that. So less money. I think I whenever someone hands me a filthy penny, I throw it on the ground. Yes. Because I'm 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 an old man. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to deal with these pennies. Now, if I knew that that was all the pennies I was going to get, maybe I would be a little bit more precious about them. Maybe I would want to sneak them into my pocket and hold them for safekeeping. Now, Justin, I would. I would argue that old men are most likely to keep pennies because old men, I let me check. Yeah, that's your number one demographic for metal detectors, a device designed to find pennies buried underground. When I was a child, I had a friend named Mark, and I was over at Mark's house where we were little kids, and his I have a crystal clear memory of this. I was probably like 10, and his poppy came in he was a he was a wily old fuck he came in and he had three single dollar bills and he said you know where i got these marky and mark said no poppy i don't and poppy said all them pennies you've been throwing on the ground i've been saving them up and i got all these now i turn these into three dollars and marky wanted the dollars because he thought they were his but poppy insisted that since he'd been the one picking up marky's pennies all over the ground that he should get to keep the three dollars i don't know how it was settled i'm assuming there's still an arbitration about it do you think he got up to one dollar and he's like i'm gonna rub this marky's face but wait i can do more i can go harder (laughs) that's a long grift but wait, uh, a pack of soaks is three dollars. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. So the most wealth. I just had assumed that something like this had already happened, and we don't know about it. But that somebody bought the money factory where they make the money mm, and the mm-hmm. Federal Reserve. Yes. Uh, and then that was just sort of how we ended up where we're at now. From now on, I'm calling it the Federal Reserve. And for you to get that, you have to know that this rich person's name is Fred. This Fred Perfect. Willard yeah. bought it. Man, yeah, Fred, Fred Willard would have some fun if he had the money factory, huh? He would huh? have some fun. Shit, I think we should all rotate it and all get one day where we're in charge of the money factory. Oh, I love that. And you, you can decide what it looks like, what it where, what it tastes you, like, what it tastes like, where it goes, because it's got to start up. Like, okay, here's me owning the money factory. Print, 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 print. It looks so cool. It's got you know like Carly Jepsen and like uh you know some characters from Final Fantasy on it, and it looks so of cool. Course, of course. And I print it off, and I have the big box of my new money. And then what? Like, how do you decide? Like, are you like, well, I guess this is gonna go to uh, Target. I guess this money's gonna start at Target and we'll see how it like circulates out from mm. you know what I mean? Like how who decides where it goes? I think you're describing Bitcoin, Griffin. I'm pretty sure I'm not describing Bitcoin. Okay. I'm pretty I don't sure know I'm describing my Bitcoin. Yeah, this is explicitly my special day at the money factory. Like, you know where what does I would it do? go? You know what I would do at the money factory? What huh. would you do? Uh, so I'd, I'd design the bills, whatever they are, but one in every thousand would be a foil, a hollow foil. Oh fuck. Like that's worth chase, you know, oh chase, yeah, chase buck, a chase God. dollar, y'all. Money colon the TCG. <gasps> How fucking tight would that be? Oh my God, money the TCG. So like coins could be like mana, uh-huh. and it's like I'm playing, uh, I'm playing a, a ten. I'm dropping a Hamilton on the board, and then I'm gonna drop three nickels so he can do his super move. Which is oh, where he teams with Jefferson, that Hamilton Jefferson team up. If you yes. team them up, then you get blue eyes, white wig. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, oh, I was I trying to it. remember what Jefferson Jefferson's on that dang nickel, isn't he? Yep. No so way of knowing. That's ten oh five. Man, what's Jefferson up to on the money? It's been so long since I've seen a nickel. Uh, I work at a golf course, and a man who comes in on Monday nights for leagues has the same last name as I do. It's not really a common name, so I worry he might be a relative that I've been ignoring. (laughs) 
vice versa. Should I say something? That's from Maddie. And uh, I won't put Laddie's, Maddie's last name, but I checked, and it is unconventional. That is, it is not an exaggeration that it is an unconventional. Give me last a name. different. Give me a, a. Give me an equivalent last name. Like if the name was like Fluffle Ruger. Okay. Wow, really? Something like that. Yes. Okay. You, you here is the problem. I'm gonna. This is a public service announcement about overthinking shit. Now, we all know that you should try to filter. Hi, I'm Justin McRae. We all know that you should try to filter your first impulse because it is all, usually your brain trying to destroy you. Uh, <laughs> that is, that this is known. But if you mull it over for about five seconds and then you think it's an okay thing to say, just go for it. Because the time to tell someone you have the same last name as them is not the 14th time you meet them. That's wild. That is now that is now a wild action to take, I believe. Yes, because on the 14th time, you're going to say like, hey, did you know we have the last name? And they're going to say like, yeah, I'm your brother. <laughs> like we live in the same house. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you from the past. <gasps> Duh. This is Gemini Man now. Day one, by the way. Um, Yeah, you gotta just, I think, mm, dang though, Juice, you can say that. I don't think any of us on the call would do that. I've met a few McElroys in my lifetime, and I've never really buzzed one up to find well, out if we're blood. There was if a you've time. Met them, you haven't mentioned that your last name is also, if you meet a McElroy mm -hmm. in your life, you're not going to be like, hey, that's my last name too, wild. Okay, it's possible this person did not meet them, right? They go into a golf course and there's a man who comes in on Monday nights for leagues. There could be lots of people coming in for this thing, right? It's not mm -hmm. like they are playing golf okay. together explicitly. Well, someone's okay, yes. got to hand out the tiny pencils, Griffin. What are you saying? They work at the golf course. They have, they're like, they're, there's probably some kind of like, they're selling them the balls and silly pants. Okay, you're right. They do sell silly pants. Gosh, you have golfed. That's the that's I've the golfed. the thoughts of a golfer. There, I've golfed. Um, there was a time uh, when I was a young man, and mm. I got really bored, and I went on Facebook mm. and I searched Travis McRoy, and I friended every Travis McRoy on Facebook. Mm. Interesting. How'd that, how'd that work out? Some of them friended me back, uh, and it turns out I'm still the dominant one. Wow, Feeling pretty good so far. Hey, thank you. I um, did have to kill some of them and absorb their power, so I got stronger and stronger. Um, oh, keep that under your hat, though. Don't tell anybody about all the Travis McRoy murders. That was me. <laughs> Sorry, I just did the exact thing that you said I should I'm do. I'm doing it now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I got a good spread. Some of them look chill as hell. Yeah. Some I, of them don't look as chill. I, every so often there'll be a Travis McRoy who still, I get a pop-up in my timeline about him like blazing a J or something and having a really cool night with his bros. And I think, cool, nice. Uh, a quick tour of Justin McElroy's. Okay. Uh, we got one, I'm not gonna put anybody's locale on blast, but I will tell you some facts and figures about them. Uh, this first Justin McElroy result is the boss at I don't give a fuck to anybody.com. Nice. <laughs> What a cool person. That is gotta, a fucking chill Justin. I don't give a fuck to any anybody.com. Let's see if it's available. Juice, I think it's available. No, I'm not going to get that one. I'll leave that, those bitter dregs. That's for Justin McRoy, but not this Justin McRoy. Any good Griffins? Uh, I'm not going to put any of my doppelgangers. Uh, I'm not going to promote them. They haven't. They don't deserve what would happen after that, I feel like. Well, a doppelnamer, really. It's not really yeah. a doppelganger. They don't look like you. It's just a doppelnamer. Sure. Um, we could do a Yahoo. Uh, yeah, or another question. Yeah, another question would be better. Let's do it. I work in a very small... Uh, go introduce yourself. Who cares? Just do it. Well, no, because people are doing this number neighbor shit. That's no good, folks. You What's gotta know not neighbor? to do that. It's twenty. It's where you like text one number higher than your phone number, and you're like, "What's up, number neighbor?" And if I got that, I would just assume there's somebody like outside of my house ready to murder me. Like I would yeah, just assume yeah, yeah. that that is. You, so like, don't do that shit, folks. You know, nothing really over fun. digital. But I'm saying in in person, like I just want to meet you and oh, see if yes. we have anything in common. You have a hell of an icebreaker. Yeah, we have good. the yeah. same like. I actually, I found out when I uh, got my, my cellular device when I was a younger man that my number neighbor, uh, it, my number was one digit off from our daddy's ex-boss who was a real piece of shit. 
So I would get calls uh, like for him all the time. And I would just say like, oh, he moved. He's not here anymore. Oh, he, he farted to death. Yeah, oh, he shoot. farted himself way to death. He farted so hard he flew out in the middle of the ocean and drowned. Yeah, he farted on an airplane and exploded. Yeah. I, I hope at least one of dad's old bosses listen to this fucking show so they can be like, wait, am I a piece of shit? Am I a piece of shit? Listen, no. you know which you know which one you are, and huff my shorts. You did you yeah. did my you did my daddy bad. Did him wrong. I work in a very small office. There's five of us, and we all have lunch together, so we've become pretty close over time. Sometimes nice. when we're joking around, I'll do impressions slash impersonations, and they aren't very good. <laughs> they are very mediocre impressions of Muppets, Jack Sparrow, and other characters. I really just do them for a gag, <laughs> and that's it. Just, Folks, just, quick sidebar: you can't. You can't just do that. You can't just say it was for a gag and that's it. You can't do that. Nobody debases themselves to the point of doing a Jack Sparrow impersonation unless there is they have some serious skin in the game. Yes, you desperately needed to do oh, that. that. Oh, is all the oh, is all the rum gold. Uh, I just made myself an idiot on the internet for that, and I did it for money for this job that we do here. It also sounded a lot like your Jason Statham. <laughs> hey, speak, Jack Sparrow. Get in your fucking car, ma'am. <laughs> Dead on the window. I really do them for a gag, and that's it. The thing is, my boss thinks they're really funny, and he wants me to do the company voicemail using my impressions. Yes, you fucked up. (laughs) I absolutely detest this idea. No shit. Our office is very small, and I meet almost every client. And I don't want to be introduced as the guy that does the shitty impressions of Family Guy characters. How do I tell my boss I'm not doing the voicemail? Cringing in Clutch City. I wish that I could uh, put this question in a blender with some uh, gelato and drink the result. Because it is delicious. I have some Uh, bad news for you, question asker. Your boss hates your impressions and is calling your bluff. In you the think? most delectable way. Oh, you like, oh, hey, good impressions, Chris. Hey, I've got an idea. How about we just go ahead and lock those in amber for everyone to see forever? You need to be honest with yourself right now, and you need to think about, do you spend literally all day around this very small office like, mm, giggity, and then your boss is like, oh, I got a way to put that behavior right in the toity. Yeah, why don't you? Yeah, why don't you get up on the stage? Do a quick ten. What do you say? Giggity, giggity, baby, do it. It's so yeah. good. Represent us now publicly as him. Hey, listen though. Side, listen. Alternate. I know you don't want to be introduced as the person who does these impressions, but that's a good way to get business. If you're working on commissions and you're that uh, mediocre Jack Sparrow from the voicemail, you've already got a foot in the Man. door. Yeah. You've also made yourself indispensable to the company because yes. as these impressions become outdated, if they can you, they're and they have like it's me, Archie Bunker. Like fuck off! Like that's just not the air anymore. We got to get a new heat in here. It's well, they'll just ne- they'll never stop making Pirates of the Caribbean movies. So I mean, yeah, that's, that's, I can't that's see good forever. It's just I'm just. I want everybody to go on this journey with me. Maybe we can just sort of sit here in silence for five minutes and like we, the three of us can just chill on it while everybody else entertains themselves for five minutes while they imagine what this fucking voicemail would sound like. (laughs) You could envision any business, any business, fucking LASIK, a a, a LASIK surgery center and imagine what these Muppets rolling all over it and Jack and some of the Family Guy folks coming in and like, hey, they're gonna blast your eyes with cut them open with lasers. Oh, yes, right. Where'd all my bad vision go? Uh, right off the side of my pirate boat. Uh, Lois, uh, better go get your uh, eyes cut open with lasers. Oh, uh, I'm the dog one. I, I, I wish I could get LASIK, but I can't. One day we'll find it, the LASIK connection. <laughs> uh, mother, uh, I'm going to shoot you with my lasers. That's in the eyes. good. Wait, hold on. That's stop. One. You're getting there, bud. Perfect. Keep That's going. Do we ruled? Uh, oh, it's me, Orlando Bloom from the Pirates movies. That's Hobbs again. Yes. Now you're Shaw. You're Shaw again. Let me try again. Hey, it's, do you smell what's cooking? Your eye meat from the lasers, but it's gonna smell good, but then you're gonna look good through them. It's me, The Rock. 
Okay. I got a pretty good uh, Paul Stanley. All right. Oh? Toronto! <laughs> okay. Are you ready uh, for some LASIK? I have a rec- We never do this. I am going to... A bounty. Request. A bounty has been placed on this. Nay, nay demand, friend. You know we've got to hear them. Yes. Go ahead and record a voicemail for, it doesn't have to be your company, LASIK. but a company like your LASIK. company. LASIK you know what works. I mean? LASIK adjacent company. And I'm going to need to hear all of them in a in a, a glossy wave file hand delivered <laughs> to our mailbox that we can all enjoy with the listening public. Mm-hmm. Uh we will we will continue to hide your identity, but I am gonna need to hear these impressiones. And just I'm just gonna go ahead and, and widen that scope a little bit to say anybody on Twitter who wants to tweet at MBMBAM with like a clip or a video or anything doing your best impression of a voicemail for LASIK. And then if you work at a LASIK company and you want to just go ahead and use those, we're going to say they're public domain. And anybody, if you post it, <laughs> if you post it, these are public domain. These are, these are free. public domain LASIK voicemails. LASIK specific <laughs> voicemails. Voice, hold on, stop. Wait, hold on, wait, 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 stop. Well, if these start showing up on Spotify and it becomes like the hot new, like, Celebrity impersonation LASIK voicemails. What if that's like it becomes you know how there was like a big electronica boom Mm -hmm. back in the aughts? Like this could be the fucking genre. And then like, you know, Jamie Foxx is chopping them up for samples for his new thing or whatever. Do you think the crazy frog inventor got like bank, or do you think that they made this same mistake and just like put it up for free and then other people got to like steal crazy frog? Okay, if it goes if it goes viral, they're ours. It's ours I, again. Yeah, it's ours again. For, so yeah. there will be an uncanny valley where they're free, and then <laughs> they'll be ours again. I think that's how that. That's a legal statute right there. Yeah. Um. So they'll be yours until someone notices them and uses them. Which way they're free? But if more than let's say a thousand people notice them, they're ours now. Perfect. That sounds Perfect. great. Thank you. That's the, that's the rules. Hashtag let's LASIK see. challenge. <laughs> <laughs> challenge <laughs> uh let's take a quick break and head on over to the money zone our first sponsor this week is a company that lets you take all of your great impressions uh-huh. into one uh domain at a website that you hand built to show off these great great impressions a beautiful website from squarespace can really help them pop you can have a big picture of jack sparrow with a high resolution you can blog or publish about how you perfected your uh uh, impersonations you can sell products like personalized voicemail recordings uh, from stewie Mm -hmm. and uh and a lot more they've got beautiful customizable templates created by world-class designers and they're optimized for mobile, which is really the best platform to listen to impressions of uh, Harlan Williams from Rocket Man on. Uh, new way to buy domains, and that you can choose from over 200 extensions. SEO, you've got it. 24-7 award-winning customer support. Yeah, it's in there. And uh, you want to start right now, head on over to squarespace.com slash mybrother. You get a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code MYBROTHER to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Squarespace, on Michael Caine. Okay. Oh, wait, no, I'm, I'm reading the copy right here, and it does say, after you read this copy, say, as Michael Caine, Squarespace, yeah. I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's the yeah. rules that they put in there. You have to say it. Hello, it's me, Michael Caine. Do you need to mail it off, whatever it is? Do you need to mail off a pint? <laughs> Do you need to mail off a fo- uh, some footy? I'll tell you what, Master Bruce, you're going to need to go to samps.com and click on links until you find the one that gets you uh, uh, signed up with stamps.com and they're going to ask you all sorts of questions. Name, address probably, height. (laughs) When you go there, they're going to allow you to print off all the amazing services at U.S. Post Office. Oh, no, Griffin's become Christian Bale. Just right oh, no, at your fucking computer. You're never going to work in this town again, Stamps.com. Oh, no. 
Use your computer to print official <laughs> oh, <back>. postage <laughs> for twenty four seven. Any letter, any package, any clash mail. Oh no! He's going Statham. He's going full Statham. Once your mail is ready, you just <laughs> drop it in mail carrier and drop it in the mailbox. It's he's melting. Simple. Oh no! He stayed them with the most. Who's got over seven hundred small businesses already? You <laughs> Home. So right now, our listeners can get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free places, and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. So go stop oh, wait, What was that? Click on the microphone to top of your homepage and type in my brother. That's M E E B R O L L M E R. My brother. All one word. Be brother. And steps.com. It's my brother. It's my brother. Hey, Travis, what were you going to buy with the money that Stamps.com was going to give us? I was finally going to pay off this important surgery that Papaw needed, but now I guess. <laughs> Poppy will just ho- hope he finds a lot more change on the floor that Marky dropped because... Uh, We've no never days. gotten in trouble for doing an ad <laughs> this before. This is the one they want yeah, for. We finally pushed, what they, we pushed what the they, envelope, if you will. It is stamps.com. Oh, don't you don't have it. What are they going to fucking do? Okay. They're the post office. They can do whatever they want. Hello, I'm Mujan Safagari, and I play a bunch of characters on Mission to Zix, an improvised science fiction podcast on Maximum Fun, and this is our incredible sound designer, Shane. Hello. Now, Shane makes it possible for me to play a thousand billion characters in our galaxy. Such as the Bajarian Jane, Ship of the Stars. And the Enforcer Joy, prepare to eat pancakes. And wait, let's get dusted up, baby. And Emissary Turk Madikin. Hey, I just got out of their amp. And the horrible life! Oh, also there are five other cast members, and we'll give them just all a second to say hi. Uh, hello. Yeah, that's enough. Okay, so the season finale of Mission to Six is coming out next week, so it's the perfect time to dive in and catch up with our intrepid crew as they explore the Six Quadrant. So give us a listen to Mission to Six on Maximum Fun. Um, do y'all want a Yahoo? Yeah, I really do. Okay, this one was sent in by several people. <laughs> oh my god! Well, fuck off, that was, You got me. You let me go so fucking far that time. What? I want a munch. I want to munch. You want to munch Toronto? I want to munch Toronto. I have a, uh, this is the Munch Squad. It's podcast with a podcast highlighting the latest and greatest in quick service restaurant innovation. Uh, I have a. So you're never going to stop doing it. It's on its way out. Uh, It's, this is, it's kind of a farewell tour. You say that, Uh, but this is, you're like, like Billy Joel, who just keeps saying he's retiring. Two million nuggets, guys. Two million nuggets to celebrate the spicy <laughs> return. Can I tell you something real quick? I thought you said Vin Diesel is giving away nuggets. Vin Diesel is giving away two million of his own personal nuggets. <laughs> From August 12th to August 19th. So this is useful. All you have to do is use the DoorDash mobile app, add the six-piece spicy chicken nugget order to your cart, and use the code SPICYNUGS at checkout. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, the just wrote, this is a bunch squad junior. Really, more of a public service announcement that you can do this this week. Uh, he, Carl Laredo, which is fucking good. God, yes, yes. He says we knew we needed to reward fans who helped make this possible in a big way. So I so took a break said, from being a space pirate to come down and help you all out. <laughs> we got we got two million likes. Let's give away two million nuggets. That's how it's done at Wendy's. Fuck. We should have done three million first. likes. Yeah, way more. Okay, but that is a much quad junior public service announcement. The the one I really wanted to well, highlight. I, I really wish that that sentence you started out with had ended to one very lucky boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the one I wanted to highlight, and this is one of those like a lot of times we're kind of goofing on people, but this is very good. Popeyes is launching a new chicken sandwich that you can't get at Popeyes. Wait. Oh, good. Wait. Okay. So here's the story on this, all right? In 2017, there was this restaurant called Sweet Dixie Kitchen, which is a trendy brunch spot in Long Beach, California. 
And owner of that, Kim Sanchez, was spotted walking through the front door with Popeye's bags. Oh, right, right, right. And it went viral overnight. People freaked out. And the backlash on social media sparked what was aptly named Popeye's Gate. Hashtag Popeye's Gate. So that doesn't mean anything anymore. The gate thing doesn't mean no, it's done. anything anymore. So what does Popeye's do? Popeye's creates its biggest product launch in 30 years, the Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. And it is launching it at Sweet Dixie Kitchen. Get out of the town. Tonight. They are giving it to them first. You can try it there first. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Here is the quote from Kim Sanchez, owner of Sweet Dixie Kitchen. Maybe my favorite quote we've ever done on Munch Squad. To be honest, I thought they were calling to sue me. <laughs> <laughs> We have a long history with Popeye's, but we've always said Popeye's chicken is the best fried chicken we ever had. So we are thrilled to collaborate with them to watch and serve their delicious Popeye's chicken sandwich. Quote, and here's like Bruno, oh, another good one, Bruno Cardinale. He's the head of marketing for North America for the Popeye's brand. Wait, isn't that the guy from West Wing? Yes. Uh, yes, that is very close to, to his name. Uh, uh, and I, I assume this quote was delivered as he held a, uh, a wrestling belt that he had fashioned for himself <laughs> aloft. We feel honored that the team at Sweet Dixie Kitchen likes our chicken so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to acknowledge their admiration, we are granting them special access to pre-launch our new chicken sandwich for a few days before we <laughs> launch it nationally. If you want to try it, be sure to pay them a visit on August 8th and 9th. We promise our new sandwich is worth a visit. So good. Popeyes, so it's so good. It's That's... by the way, delicious buttermilk battered, ham breaded white meat chicken fillet served on a buttery toasted brioche bun with two barrel cured pickles, and then some mayonnaise. This kind of uh, why can't all corporations show this kind of clemency to those yes. who have wronged them? The world yes. will be a much better place. What if Abba decided uh, to not be mad at us for using their song without permission for several years and instead decided to debut their new single right, right. here on oh my, my brother, God. my brother. Me. Take another chance on me. <laughs> Take a second chance. Take a second chance. Give it another pass on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. I have a Yahoo. This yeah, one was please. sent in by several people. Thank you. Uh, it's an, it's actually Yahoo answers user Tanaja who asks, I found a picture of my husband's neck in his phone. It wasn't anything on it, but that's so bizarre. Can somebody help me? Oh, no. Oh, you fucking hate to hear that. You hate to hear that. That's rough. You know exactly what circles he's traveling in. Hope there's no kids involved. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. Trying to make himself a tribute to a vampire master. Oh, Oh, that is rough. And that's the worst. is such a problem in a committed relationship. You know, things can be going so good, but then Dracul yeah. <laughs> sleeps from the shadows and tears your marriage a fucking part. And I tell yeah. you who it's worse for, who the, no one talks about as the victim here, is the vampire lord. I have a bunch of vampire lord friends, uh, and they like are always getting texts like, are you thirsty? Because I am. And it's like, oh, oh like not. Yeah, it makes not? you feel so weird. I'm and, with my kids at Camden Park. Yeah, I'm like not, they're I, never open at night. And I'm so excited just yeah. this one time. You think about it too, like Jacques is not a mosquito where right. he just like dips his fangs in there. Like he's, ki- he's kissing that neck. He's yeah. licking yeah. the neck. Like he's got his mouth in there. And he's obviously draining him of all his vital fluids. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. there's, guess what? They're doing more stuff in the, in the mouth. Do you know what I mean? Thank you. Yes. yes. And it, it would be you. like if you were sitting there, assuming you're a meteor, and you get like a text from a cow that's like, chop me up, daddy. And yeah. Like, oh, there's something about like, I was fine with it till you brought it up. Like now you've introduced the idea. Oh. Yeah. That's tough. I'll tell you the other thing that it yeah. could be. Y'all are, have y'all heard of, have y'all heard of giraffe in it? Oh no. This is a really nasty thing that uh, everybody on the internet's talking about now. And I didn't want you to be left behind. 
when your online contemporaries talked about giraffe in it. Thank you. Let's do a yes, yes, no right here. Okay, yeah, giraffe in it, y'all know, because I know clearly. No. No. For me, it's yes. I guess I'll explain it. Yeah. It's like this really, really sexual... I assume. Filthy, filthy thing where you and however many partners try to eat fruit out of trees Mm. Mm. right out of them and there's i don't know where the insertion yeah where's the sexual part of this griffin i don't know where the insertion happens maybe like after you eat all the fruit out of the trees Uh you lay down on each other oh (laughs) back and forth back and forth on each other and you enjoy the fruity taste that well, you got in your mouth. Oh, I think, actually, I think I have heard of this, where there's a risk where if there's two, like if a second partner, a uh, potential partner, like enters the area, you have to like slap your necks together to establish dominance. Is that is that the same thing? Yep. Oh, a lot of injuries from that, I've heard. Man, now, see, I'm kind of, I'm, I don't want to get gross or blue, but I'm uh, starting to uh, get it. Oh, wait, that's Ooh. the part that got you grabbing the slap in the necks together? <laughs> yeah, I mean, eating a big pear out of a pear tree, just stretching uh-huh. them, stretching up there, and then you, you know, some contact. Hello, hello, nurse, giraffe Well, the nurse. slap, Griffin, the slapping the necks, I don't think it's supposed to be the sexual part. Well, you don't get to tell me that, do you? Oh, okay. That's a good point. Don't try yuckies, yum. Wait, now, Justin, are you supporting the slapping of necks together? Support everything. I, you know me. I'm a fucking hedonist. Okay. Well, now I've come back around, and now I don't want to. I don't want to be the one left out of the boat, as they say. Yeah. Oh That's right. no! You know the other option. What? He's trying What's to that? take a picture of his chin, and the phone. <laughs> and he's an slip. idiot. <laughs> and he's bad at it. Yeah. Because yeah, you know, you know that, what the chin. You know what the chin. <laughs> you know what the chin community is all about. Online. Oh, linoing. I've heard about that. <laughs> linoing. Where mm-hmm. you take your chin divot and you scissor with somebody else's chin divot and you talk about old cars. <laughs> you gotta wear denim. Everybody wears denim. Mm-hmm. Chinum, please, Justin. Chinum. Chinum. They renamed it Chinum. They renamed well because you put little Jason Leno. You put little pants on there. Sure. Put yeah, little pants to that. cover up your uh, chin butt. You know, when you have that cleft in there, like a chin butt. And Do you, you think just, you slowly it, pull down the chin jeans just to show a little of the chin butt? Do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm Do say you yes. think Jay Leno ever takes a finger, like his index finger, from both hands and places it on either side of his ch- butt chin and spreads it out, and there's like a little <laughs> hole in there? Yeah, I do, Griffin. <laughs> that you could use for stuff. That's where he stores all his Eminem minis. That is... Six, let's go. That is the single worst mental image I have ever, (laughs) ever conjured for myself or anyone. Whatever, if... I feel like iTunes is going to have to put this episode in the section of the iTunes store that is, like, behind the curtain... Dark at the back, iTunes, the deep at iTunes. The back of, yeah, and you have to like show ID to the employee there to like go, go there. Yikes! This is going in JTunes, <laughs> <laughs> the sequel, <laughs> the deeper level um, of iTunes that only really dirty birds can get to. Listen, listen, he's probably just checking for ticks. Yeah, yeah, it's probably just a tick check. Can't get back there. Want to be safe, loved fishing, had a great time with uh, all your friends and Dracula, yep. and you wanted to just make sure there's no ticks back there. Maybe, Damn. maybe he's just curious to see like what the back of his hat, or, like the back of his neck looks like, and he's never seen a mirror before. Possible. Maybe. What is the fo- what is the cell phone but the mirror of the 20th century? A black Thank mirror, you. if you will. A black mirror, if you will. <laughs> Wait, is that what it is? <laughs> There you got it. Oh, you, got you know, I'm yeah. thinking my phone does make do some fucked up shit to society. My phone uh, changed the timeline and made it so that everyone had forgotten about that one time when that giant bug landed on Earth, and those agents uh, from the Men in Black had to stop it. 
My phone did that. Fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I know. That's so wild, dude. I have a question. I butt fucked a I pig. I don't. <laughs> I don't think wait, we should. Wait, hold on. We gotta drill down on this because of your phone, Griffin. Yeah, man. Okay, I was playing, I was that playing, part out. I was playing Angry Birds. <laughs> the birds were okay. too angry. I'm moving on. I uh, I don't think we should address this one, but it is wild that this is in the same episode. I ordered a shirt for my boyfriend, but I incorrectly typed our address and had it sent to the apartment next door. Immediately noticing my mistake, I spoke with the resident of that address in person and explained the situation. He seemed disinterested, but said he would keep an eye out. I tracked the order number constantly, and the shirt was delivered seven days ago. The same day, I asked my neighbor if he had seen the package, and he said he had not received anything. Yesterday morning, when I left for work, I saw the neighbor in question wearing the exact same shirt I was expecting. That's... A, a, a wrinkle. I wanted to ma mainly mention this as a wrinkle to the first question mm -hmm. because there's a possibility now. I'm circling back around. There's a possibility that the neighbor fucking knows you have the loop. Yes. I asked my and, neighbor about it on the very same day I saw him using the lube that I had ordered. <laughs> he, he said, I, I heard my neighbor loudly announcing, this fence will never squeak again. Mm -hmm. And I knew that he had used my butt lube for his fence and it made me so angry. To fuck it. Uh, since high school, this is a different question. Since high school, whenever I've had to do one of those introduce yourself games, my go-to fun fact has always been that I can lick my own elbow. Uh, inevitably, people ask for a demonstration, yes. so it's pretty much the same interaction every time, of course, and I don't have to panic about what to say. Now that I'm about to start law school, though, I'm worried that elbow licking isn't the most professional way to introduce myself to my classmates and professors. Good instincts. But I have no idea what kind of fun fact to replace it with. What are some examples of appropriate fun facts for adults? That's from Juvenile JD. This time say, because here's the thing, one of the things as you get older is you learn that it's not all about you. So now let your introduction be, I can lick your elbow. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I now need, you're making I a must, I must lick your elbow. <laughs> I shall lick your elbow. <laughs> look to your left, <laughs> look to your right. Before this law class ends, I will have licked one of your elbows. And when I said left and right, I meant look at your left elbow and your right elbow. I'm gonna lick one of them, maybe both. It's good luck for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I am thinking back to all the times that I had to do this and the immediacy with which I was paralyzed when somebody at, you know, church camp or whatever would be like, all right, just say your name and say a fun fact about yourself. I would instant, like that phrase is like a magic spell that just obliterates all self-awareness in my, like my ego is destroyed in that moment and I know nothing about myself. Yes. Mm. I remember because one I time at, one time, I think in like college or something, I was doing this, and they're like, say something fun. Well, it's a fun fact about yourself. And I said, I had like a half hour to think about it, and it got around to me, and the only thing I could gin up was like, I'm partially blind in my left eye. And everybody was like, fun. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. fun, bud. I Ooh, like that. Fun. That's cool. He was just talking about how he met Sheryl Crow last summer, but your thing's fun. <laughs> What would be your fun fact? Oh God! I'm gonna put now you on blast I'm, right now. I knew you're gonna. I'm ask. not joking. Like I literally don't know. I'm asking you, uh, Travis. Go. The one that I always used and will always use is that my older brother and I have the same birthday, but three years apart. Not interesting. Okay. Griffin. I own. I own Apple Watch. You own the company <laughs> Apple Watch, or you own an Apple Watch? I have an Apple Watch. <laughs> that's it. Well, you see that. Yeah, we can see. That's not a fun fact. That is I an have, observable detail. I have computer. <laughs> that's, that's not a fun fact. Keep going. I'm wearing red shirt. <laughs> now, are you just looking at yourself in this moment? Ten, ten fingers, ten toes. Okay. Justin, right. you did your best. Yeah. What's a fun fact about yourself? Jimmy Buffett calls me sometimes. Damn, that's really good. That's really good fun fact. Sometimes Jimmy Buffett calls me on my phone when I most need him and least expect it. <laughs> I felt last time it was last time it was to, to this is not a joke. Last time it was because he had uh, inserted uh, 
the McElroy brothers into Margaritaville when he was performing at Riverbend in Cincinnati, and he was calling to demand money for it. <laughs> that was the last call I received from Jimmy Buffett. And little nice. did we know, that's how Jimmy Buffett makes most of his money. That makes that's cash, how Jimmy yeah. Buffett makes his money. He plugs people and then demands money for it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. That doesn't seem like a good business model, but he owns most of the Margaritavilles, so. <laughs> so you tell me, business experts. <laughs> I know all the words to fast car. That's pretty That's good. not true. That's not even true, though. That's it's not a true. Lie. Jesus. Is uh, irritable bowel syndrome fun? <laughs> depends on how you describe it. It's more fun than partial blindness. Yeah, I think if you describe it like you're living on the edge at all times, and you know you're a rebel, and you never know where you're gonna go, mm. and you know everything is like a life or death scenario if, for you. What if I say partial blindness and IBS? I'm broken at both ends. <laughs> well, if the two ends of your body that you consider are eyeball and anus, then I think you're good. Cool. There it is. Done. Broken at both ends. Next. Perfect. Next up. Um, I want a fun fucking fact from Travis because I just had to wring that one out of my bones. The other problem is that we have been recording the show for the almost a decade now, and we've pretty much given you people everything fun about us. Yeah. Like we have to. We've given you everything. You know all the fun things about us, and some not so fun things. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, a fun thing about me, Travis McElroy. I can whistle with my mouth open. <laughs> wait, wait. Like wide open? Yeah. <laughs> That's me whistling down the middle of my tongue. And your mouth is just open? Yeah. We have no way of confirming That's that. true, though. Ask anybody. I'll, I'll do I'll, it while you're whistling. I need you to, like, talk in a way that makes I it. I can't do that. That, well, that try doesn't it. work you that way. Not I can also whistle and hum at the same time. Whistle and. Well, we can all do that. Whistle with your mouth open, but try and say words. I say I hello. Still need, I still need the air to whistle, Griffin. Whistle with your mouth open esophaguses. and say whistle with your mouth wide open and say happy birthday, Daddy. <laughs> no, I can't do that. I I only have the one mouth. I just sounds don't to have... me like he's full of bullshit. You're full of yeah, bullshit. Is that your like fun fact? Sounds like that his a bullshit in your mouth and filled you up to me. That a bull filled you up. Oh, with now the shit? mouth is open, yapping shit at me and Justin. Hey, Griffin. Hey guys, real quick, uh-huh. poll. Whistle and hum versus Joshua Tree. Better <laughs> album. <laughs> this has been my brother, my brother and me. An advice show for the. Take it, Justin. Go. You're not allowed to do this. How dare you? That's just a fun fact as he ends the show. I say when. I say when we're done. Hobbs? We're done. Uh, thanks. I say when we're no, done. No, that's Shaw. Phone out the fucking window. Um, no, there. it's impossible to do a rock impression. Um, I am uh, the rock. Thank you. That's very, okay, I take it back. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our show, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. It's an advice show. Uh, we haven't recorded one all together for a grip, so it's... Um, we're so happy to have you here, as always. Um, if you want to keep up with everything that our family does, you can go to McElroy.family. If you do that this moment, this exact second, uh-huh. uh, you'll you'll be able to click on the merch button and see a boatload of new merchandise for this month. Most notably, an Adventure Zone fanny pack and a My Brother, My Brother, Me backpack. They are so are cool. So cool. There's a new Sawbones pin. There's our... Uh, Bean Juice 2.0 mug is available there. It's a new rebranding of Bean Juice. Uh, and there's a lot more, so go check that stuff out. Also, while you're at macro.family, click on the tours uh, page and see where we're going to be. There, we're Listen, as far as live shows go, like the second half of the year is mostly sold out, but yeah. uh, we still have some stuff that we added in there that you can get tickets for, so uh, go check that out. Uh, you can go to MaximumFun.org and check out all the other Maximum Fun shows. Uh, they're all great. You can also check out all the other Macroy projects at Macroy.family. And we think you're great. Oh, uh, Dad and I are going to be at Dragon Con. Uh, we should be announcing the programming for that soon, so pay attention for that. Uh, and of course, we'll be there at the same time we're doing our Atlanta live shows. So if you're going to be at Dragon Con and you don't have anything to do uh, on the evenings of Friday and Saturday, why not get yourself uh, some tickets to see my brother, my brother, me, and the Adventure Zone? Okay, but we okay. don't. We'll be doing it.
Yeah, no, I wasn't talking to you, Griffin. Do y'all want a final Yahoo? Thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winter Shoes for the Supporter. Yes. This one's sent in also by Merritt Palmer. Thank you, Merritt. Crushed it. It's from Yahoo Answers user. They're anonymous. I'm going to call them uh, Root Beer Boy. Asks. Nice. Who else is listening to Sad Song all night? It is a track from Sonic the Hedgehog, but it's a very sad song. I give it four stars. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been My Brother, My Brother, May Kiss Your Dad, Square on the Lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. You wept as we crafted the tragic tale of Jar Jar, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Dude, like he forgives Darth Vader. <laughs> Lisa still love you, Annie. <laughs> you gasped out loud at the shocking twists of Face Off 2. Face is wild. He takes his kid's face. What? <laughs> we're writing an entire screenplay week by week on Story Bricks Season 2, Heaven Heist. Hey folks, Freddie Wong here with some exciting news about Story Break, the writer's room podcast where three Hollywood professionals have one hour to spin cinematic gold. We're shaking up our format by turning Heaven Heist, one of our favorite ideas we've ever come up with on the show, into a full screenplay. Heaven Heist is an action comedy about a crew of misfit gangsters robbing the celestial bank of heaven. Think of Coco meets Point Break. Join us as we write this crazy movie scene by scene and get an inside look at the screenwriting process on our podcast Story Break every Thursday on MaximumFun.org.